Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of A Plus Sports. On my left, I have Christian. On my right, I have Sam. And I'm Andrew. Start us off. Yeah. So we have soccer as our first topics of the day. And um, our first major story is upset in the English FA Cup. This fifth division Wrexham, who's owned by Ryan Reynolds, beat second division Coventry 4-3. And fourth division Stevens beat first division Aston Villa 2-1 in a last-second comeback. Those are teams four divisions apart. Just great performances, and it just shows a lot of heart, a lot of passion, and that's what this cup is meant for. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah, is that a, that's, a, that's a great win. Yeah, really impressive from the two teams. Um, anything, Christian? Yeah, it was a really good comeback for Austin, Austin Villa. A really good, they didn't stop fighting. They just kept going in the last second. Did you expect them to win? No, I didn't expect either of those teams to win, but that's the magic of the cup. Anything can happen. Just like with the World Cup. Yeah, except even more teams. Mm-hmm. And then on to our next story. And um, this is a... Sad one for me because I'm a Tottenham fan. Tottenham were being 2-0 in the North London Derby by Arsenal. Do you guys have anything to start off with before I go on a rant? Um, I said they were going to lose. Um, <laughs> no offense, but um, I said they were going to lose as a joke. Um, ended up happening. So that's that's kind of that's funny. Yeah. I can go in here right now. Anything, Christian? I had a feeling Tottenham was going to win. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> that did not happen. Um, yeah, so it was a really disappointing performance. I'm disappointed with everyone who played. Our goalie was horrible. He gave up an own goal in, like, the 15th minute. That gave them – put Arsenal up one nothing. Our midfield sucked, our defense sucked, our attack sucked, our coach sucked, everyone sucked, the ref sucked, we were horrible. Everything sucked? Yeah, it was it, it was disappointing. That's crazy. Yeah. How, wait, what was the score? What was the final score? 2 nothing. Imagine a goal? We had a couple of shots, but their goalie decided that he was going to be the best goalie ever that one game. You probably wanted to. Tottenham to win. Yes, and now I'm sad. I mean, come on, give another, give another team a chance. Uh, why, why is it that team that you like the most? If uh, it's not the best. Uh, I don't know. I just liked some of their players a while ago, and then I started rooting for them. Now they're just my team. Um, I feel like you should get a new uh, favorite team. Yeah, that's probably not happening. What? I'm not a bandwagon. I choose a team and I stick with them even though they're playing horribly right now. But that's not the point. I mean, I, honestly, I said that as a joke, but I kind of thought they was going to win. Yeah. I don't know. I, they, it seemed like they was good, but you I, said they let up an own goal? Yeah. It was a cross that hit off our goalie's chest and went into our own goal. So, uh, yeah, I got very mad after that. And it was the moment I turned on the TV to watch the game. That was like the first play Must I saw. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the first win that happened. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of expected we were going to lose. We're going, we're playing the first place team. We have not been playing good recently, but I want to win. Is that too much to ask? What are you guys this season? Fifth. Fifth versus first. What's your win to lose? It is. You guys have more wins than losers, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. We have. So you you guys are not bad. Maybe it's just an unlucky game. We have uh, ten wins, three ties, six losses, but in our last five games, we've lost. We've lost two out of our last five, which is not good for a team who wants to make top four. It's not bad. It could be worse. It, it could be worse. worse. It definitely could be. Yeah, you could lose all five of them. Yeah. Losing two is probably like one of the greatest outcomes that team probably had for it. So, but then when you look at the teams that we're trying to get past, like the team we're, uh, above us, there's a team that's won four out of their last five, won three out of their last five, and won five out of their last five. Yeah, Man United, five for five. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that game later because that was incredible. But Anything else? They yeah, they played. That's nice. Um, so, Christian, you want to lead the next one? Yeah, so Barcelona played against Real Madrid in the Spanish Supercopa final, and Barcelona handled, got to handle Real Madrid and, and win the game 3-1. And the scores, the score, the people who scored for Barca uh, the first one was Gabi. He scored in the 33rd minute. And then Lewandowski made it 2-0 in the 45th minute. And then Pedri scored to make it 3-0 in the 69th minute. And then in the 90th minute, Benzema scored to make it 3-1 as the final score for Barcelona champions. Good for Barcelona. I think that's their first trophy in what two years now? Has it been? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So they I'm happy to see them win it. They're a good team. Um mm-hmm. they're young, or at least their midfield's young, Gabby and Pedri. Both 18, 19. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How about their goalie? Their goal, oh, their goalie's old. He's like 30. Actually, no, they're actually a pretty old team now that you think about it. But the midfielder? Oh it's like they have like two 19, 20 year olds, and then they have like a couple 35 year olds in their mm. field. They have like a variety mm. of ages yeah. in that team. But they don't, it, they don't, it's not, they just don't have anyone in the prime, I feel. And they like, oh, that could be part of their problem. They don't have anyone in their prime. Maybe they have an upcoming with them 18 and 19 year olds. Yeah. Age. I mean, they're going to be good. They're already good <clears throat> now. <clears throat> um, so you think they have a coming for them? Yeah, I do. But like, I think you also need to like clear out all the space. You need to get rid of your 30 something year olds and replace them with young players like they have been doing. But it's not that easy. Yeah, it's not because you have them on huge wages and most mm-hmm. teams can't pay that. Yeah, so it's, it's, if they really want to do that, then it's going to take them a while. Yeah. They're just going to need to let these players like, they're, yeah, they're going to just have to let their contracts run out. Is that another way of getting um, rid of them? I mean, they can, they can transfer them, but if they keep asking for those same wages, no one's going to want them. No one's going to be able to pay them except for 
the Saudi Arabian team that Ronaldo went to. The Saudi Arabian team? That, we're not, that Ronaldo went to. Wouldn't that be great? That would, that would be like a Legends All-Star team. It would be great for that team. I want to see that. Yeah. Well, actually, do you know how that team is doing? Saudi um, Arabian team? I think they're in second in their league right now. Um, Ronaldo hasn't played yet. He got suspended right before he. That's not it. Um, what's his What's his team again? Al Nassr. Oh yeah, Al He got suspended in England right before he left for Saudi Arabia, so that has to carry through. They are currently oh, they're winning in their league, which is uh good for them. Without Ronaldo. Without Ronaldo so far. I want to hit him with Ronaldo. Yeah. And actually, um, they have in the Saudi Arabia League, they have like an all-star team where like the best players of all. And those all-stars, are, which Ronaldo is on, is playing in a friendly against PSG on Thursday. Messi's PSG. And Ronaldo will be captaining the all-stars team. So we'll get to see that one more time. Messi, Ronaldo, probably for the last time. You think? Yeah. Unless Messi decides to go to Saudi Arabia too. Imagine he would do that. I don't think he would. I think he has a bit of pride. Messi and Ronaldo on the same team. But just imagine if he left. Just out of nowhere. Imagine. It would be crazy. People from France would like kill him. For sure, yeah. First he beat them in the World Cup, then he left their team for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, for sure. Um, Anything else? Okay, so we were talking about how the U.S. soccer, that whole craziness, how the code, domestic violence, you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. So uh, U.S. soccer reached out to soccer legend and former Real manager, Sidadine Sidaan, about coaching the team, but was rejected immediately. Wow. Yeah. So, that backlash. Yeah. So we still don't have a coach. Uh, yeah, so... Not a good time to be a U.S. soccer fan. I mean, it's just so random. Yeah. I kind of get it, though, because, like, all the headlines have been on, like, all the coaching problems you have. And one way to stop those headlines is by having an even bigger headline. Yes. Like, we hired one of the greatest players and coaches in the world. Zidane won the Champions League with Real Madrid. So. Well, he can't coach. Yeah. At all? I mean, he can coach. I mean, Ashley Kochi won the Champions League with Real Madrid. He's been holding out to become the French national coach because he's French, but obviously that French coach is not going anywhere for the time being because he's led France to back-to-back World Cup finals. Did they win back-to-back World Cup finals? No. Oh, okay. I was going to – I thought – I thought that Messi won. Yeah. No, they actually changed the score like two months after. <laughs> France have won. You didn't see it was all over the news. No, really? <laughs> Wait, so he can't coach like for no, well he can coach, but is he gonna get accepted like ever? I think he will. I mean, he's a good coach. I think it's told I think it's his own stubbornness not trying to get a job. Some people can look past that, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. What about you, Christian? Anything? You want to say the next? Oh yeah. All right. So, um, 
So in the week that we were gone, um, Chelsea have been busy. Chelsea are normally a top four, top five team in England. But this season, they're sitting down in 10th and are, and are in big trouble. So they've went and strengthened their team. They spent $111 million in uh, $111? Yeah, in two weeks. They've signed Yao Felix on a six-month loan deal. Um, they'll pay Felix's home club, Atletico Madrid, $11 million. Eleven million for six months. That's a lot. That's like almost two million a month. Wow. And they've also signed Ukrainian winger. I'm probably gonna mess up this name. Ma Makiyao Mudrik from the Ukrainian club Shakhtar Donetsk for a hundred million. Um, I don't know about you guys, but when I see deals like this, I think it's just panic. They're panicking wow. and trying to because they're in tenth. They're like projected to finish fourth, fifth. So they're just trying to sign new people. They're just trying to fix their team now. Uh, yeah. But at some point, you need to, like, stop signing, I feel, and start, like, actually making the team work together to get them some chemistry. Yeah. Give them the team chemistry they need. Maybe stop switching up the team so much. Yeah. Because new players, it's, it's, it's going to ruin the team chemistry every single time. And it's been a turbulent season for Chelsea. They got a new owner, a new coach. And they've brought, and they've signed like ten new players, like that can't be good for the chemistry. Like everyone must be confused, and it's showing on the field. They're in tenth place, losing teams that they shouldn't be losing to. So not going great for them. Yeah. Um, you said projected to win uh, what fourth, 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 fifth, yeah. And they're sitting in tenth. Um, they are very far off of the top four. Um, fourth place has 38 points. They have 28. So that's three, and it's three points for a win, one for a tie, and zero for a loss. So they, they're like three points. They're like three wins, four wins away from the top four, and that's assuming that these other teams don't, don't, they just, don't they just don't move at all. Like, yeah, they the just, games. yeah. But that's impossible. So That's impossible. There's a reason why they're in the top four, because yes. they're the Top four teams. So they're probably, I don't think they're going to finish top five at all. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like they're going to trail off somewhere like six, seven. I, I just don't feel like they can catch up anymore because the teams are in fourth for a reason. Um, Their whole tempo is off. That's three wins and a tie. Uh, assuming that they assuming, lose even, yeah. even more and that those other assuming teams win they, more. Yeah, assuming that they don't lose and the other teams lose all of their games, which is impossible. Because if one team loses, then that team has to win. Yeah. So they're going to move up. And, yeah, I don't think they're going to finish top five. So maybe top seven. If they're lucky. They've been playing really bad. And then for our last soccer topic of the day, um, we have another rivalry match, the Manchester Derby, Man City versus Man United coming in. It was second versus fourth. Man City took a one nothing lead in the second half on the back of Jack Grealish's headed goal. But then uh, the game got a little bit crazy. Um, I don't know how to describe it. So Man City went up one nothing in the 60th minute. And then in the 78th minute, Man United sent the ball through to Marcus Rashford. Uh, who was running onto the ball, but he was in an offside position. 
and the defenders were playing it like he was offsides. At the final second, he stopped and left the ball for his teammate who shot and scored, and the and they awarded it a goal. And then Man United scored again four minutes later to clinch the win. What do you what do you guys think? Was that goal even I uh, that that's like a gray area for refing. Like he didn't touch it, so it doesn't. But the question is, did he interfere with the play while he was offsides? I think that if it was anywhere other than Manchester United Stadium, they would have called it offsides. So, so I think the fact that they, I think home field advantage helped them there. I mean, it always does. Home yeah. Field, yeah, it just. But especially at a place like um, Old Trafford, the the energy is amazing. Yeah, so you said it was a great area. You didn't. Is it's a question? It's questionable. Very. I don't know, but if if he didn't, if that 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 goal was like the um the tiebreaker, you could say it's, between the team. Yeah, it's the goal that turned the game around. It would have been one one if it didn't happen. Yeah, and even then, I don't know if they wouldn't have been able to get back if they hadn't, because that goal came because the second goal came because they had confidence. But what if they never had the first goal and they didn't have confidence? That game could have ended one nothing for Man City. Yeah. But that's the way they called it. So the home field advantage definitely helped out. Yeah, definitely. Um, any final thoughts, Christian? Okay. So moving on to the college football playoffs final. Um, we got Georgia. They've won back-to-back college football playoff championships. They beat TCU 65-7. to That's crazy. How do you make it to the finals and then lose 65-7? to I think we should talk about the other team who made it to the finals and won 65-7. to <laughs> But um, losing by, what, 58 points, that's, that's crazy. That's, the other team was definitely way more dominant. Yeah. Way better, obviously. I mean, the score just proves it. It's crazy. I don't, I don't remember the last time I've seen a ball like that. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. Um, anything? There's Christian? so much. Yeah, it's just a really embarrassing loss to TCU. I think Georgia had a really good game. Like, they were enjoying them winning. They had a good, they had a good night at their like winning. Yeah. So um. So moving on to the NFL, the NFL playoffs are in full swing. Um, and so the first round is over, and we're on to the divisional round. So why don't we do what we did last week and uh, preview the next round of games? All right. So, so should we review the predictions? Oh, yeah. Oh, we should probably – did we record that? We didn't. So I say we just move on to the next one. All right. I'm trying to pull up the bracket now. But while I do that, um, let's talk about – so two rookie backup quarterbacks have led teams into the playoffs first. For the in the first round, Brock Purdy of the 49ers and Skylar Thompson of the Miami Dolphins. Brock Purdy, he won 
and uh, Skylar Thompson, he lost. But imagine that. They're backups. So they haven't had a chance all season. And then your coach says to you, oh, yeah, everyone else is injured. So uh, you're starting. Have fun in a playoff game. Uh, like, imagine how much pressure they must be under. I mean, starting out of nowhere, I, I bet he was happy. Yeah, I'm sure they were happy, but, like. That is stressful. You're right. Yeah. That is kind of stressful. Because if you, if you, it's like, if you do good, like, you might, like, people will notice you, but then you might, like, have a great career. But if you do bad, um, all of a sudden, what happens? Like, your career is probably over. No one would want you. What do you think, Christian? I think it's pretty, pretty interesting games that happened. Like, 49ers with the backup quarterback beating the Seahawks 41-23. I think, I think the quarterback is, like, a really good replacement for the injured quarterback. Right there, they'll at least like just. I think they'll. I have a feeling they might lose in the divisional round, but like, but not too badly. They'll like be close, close score. So I've pulled up the bracket. How do you guys want to do this? Do you guys just want to predict this round, or do you want to predict all the way to the final? All the way to the final. Okay. So we have one more episode after this one. Yeah, so we might as well. We won't be here for the Super Bowl final. So let's do. I'll start. Um, actually, so Christian, the first matchup we have fourth seed Jacksonville versus first seed Kansas City. Who do you think is going to win? I think the Chiefs are going to win. Okay, Andrew. Um. Yeah, the Chiefs. And then I have to go with the Chiefs, too. They're just too good. And the Jacksonville quarterback, he threw four interceptions last round. You can't be doing that against their team. Yeah, you can't. Okay. And then the next one, Cincinnati-Buffalo. This is, of course, a replay of when Hamlin got hurt, so definitely a lot of emotion. Um. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, Griffin, what do you think? I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo. I have to go with Cincy. Yeah. Uh, Both these teams look bad against weaker opposition. I mean, I think Buffalo's going to win, but I want Cincinnati to win. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something. Buffalo just, their defense seems to just turn off during the playoffs. I just think Cincinnati's offense is too good. They barely won against Miami, so. They might, they might win right here. You never know. So, let's see. So, next we have the Giants take – six seed New York Giants taking on first place Philadelphia. Philly's been great all season. Giants, of course, they're in their first playoff since 2016. Christian, what do you think? I think the Eagles. Yeah. You think so, too? Yeah. I'm going with the Giants. I think they're just on a bit of a roll. They have a bunch of confidence. I think they're going to upset the Eagles and send them home. Plus, I still haven't forgiven the Eagles for when they beat the Pats in the Super Bowl. But that has nothing to do with my prediction at all. And then the final pick, and then the final game for this first round is Dallas versus San Francisco. Dallas is the fifth seed. San Fran is the second seed. Christian? 
I'm going for Dallas. Do you think Dallas, who, like, hadn't won a playoff game until they beat Tampa Bay last round, you think they're just going to turn it all around and get two? Yeah. What about you, Andrew? I don't. So you think San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with you. They're just too good. And their rookie quarterback might actually be better than their normal starter. You think? Yeah. But who's their who's their rookie? Brock Purdy. And who's their starting? Jimmy Garoppolo. So okay. And then is he is he gonna play? Yeah, he's uh yeah. I think Garoppolo's out for the season. Okay, so we'll see him. Yeah. We'll see how he does. And then so this next matchup. So we all predicted Kansas City to win. Christian, you predicted Buffalo win. So you're predicting the Kansas City Buffalo AFC Championship game. Who is going to be the champion? Uh, Kansas City. You think Kansas City's just too good? Yeah, they got they got a really good wide receiver, Patrick Mahomes, decent defense. I think they at least they'll at least like. Like, be like, uh, like they won't get destroyed by Buffalo. It'll just, it'll just be a really tight game between these two teams. And then, Andrew, what do you think? Kansas City or your pick, Cincinnati? Kansas City. You guys both have Kansas City just doing it all again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Kansas City all the way. I have Cincy. I I I think they're I think they're gonna go deep again like they did the last playoff run. No one expected them last year. No one expects them this year. Okay. Um. So on to the NFC Championship game, Christian. You said Philadelphia, Dallas. Who you got going on to the Super Bowl? Oh my gosh! I have to say Dallas. Wow. You're going with Dallas. Again, a team who hasn't won a playoff game in a long time until last week, and you're saying they're making it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow, that's a bold move. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Andrew, Philadelphia or San Francisco? Philadelphia. Yep. That's pro- yeah, That's probably a safe pick. Safer than San Francisco. Yeah. Oh no. I have New York versus San Francisco, and I'm going with San Francisco here. Okay. So now the moment we've all been waiting for. Super Bowl predictions. Christian, you have Kansas City versus Dallas. Andrew, you have Kansas City versus Philly. And I have Cincinnati versus San Francisco. Christian, who's winning it all, Kansas City or Dallas? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. They're just going to blow right through everyone like they always do. Okay. And what about you? Um, Kansas City, Philly. Both of these teams are great. Um. Philly was a safe pick last time. There are no safe picks now. Yes. <laughs> Whatever I pick, it doesn't really matter. I think I'll go with Kansas City. 
I think they have it in there. Two for Kansas City. And then at leaves me, we got – I have Cincy San Francisco. I'm going with San Francisco. I think it's finally their year. Okay. Brock Purdy is going to lead them to Super Bowl as a rookie, as a backup rookie. He's going to have a great career, and everyone's going to love him. He's going to become like a cult <laughs> hero in San Francisco. Okay. And then um, – Well, there's a bracket, I mean. That's the whole bracket. And then – You should probably name them. Yeah, I will. Don't worry. All right, okay. And then um, – so back to some normal news. Um, J.J. Watt has retired from the NFL after 12 seasons. He was a five-time pro bowler. Really sad to see a player with his skill go. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think I think it's kind of sad of him retiring because he's a pretty good player. Or what's he play for? He was on Arizona at the end of it. Uh, yeah, in my opinion, he's a pretty good player. Like he's pretty strong, I think. And uh, he he's known for like being a being a decent player and like having a good career. And then um, Derek Carr, the Raiders quarterback, he will not be returning to the Raiders at the end of the season. This hasn't been confirmed, but he posted a farewell note to Raiders fans on social media, which I think is a sign that he's leaving. The Raiders went six and seventh. Derek Carr had the 14th best quarterback ranking of 55.5. The Raiders just weren't very good, and I agree with the decision to try and find a new quarterback. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree that he was not good. But finding a new quarterback, that's going to be hard. Yeah, good luck with that because the two most – I'd say probably the two – the three quarterbacks who you could go for is probably Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Not exactly high-value picks. Yeah, but if you, if you had to pick one, probably – I don't even know who. I'd take Tom Brady because yeah. the Raiders coach was the former Patriots offensive coordinator. So there's already some chemistry there. Yeah. So, yeah, probably Tom Brady, but I don't know. If Tom Brady doesn't retire. Yeah, he's really close to retiring. It's questionable. <laughs> like he, he was last year. Yeah. It's yeah. it's questionable if he even um does good yeah. now. But if they do, if they do sign them, we'll I guess we'll see. Yeah. And then um hopefully they do. I want to see that. So after near oh wait, no, that's my bad. Um so NFL so we have some rumors going on now. The Patriots linebacker coach and former Patriots player Gerard Mayo is to, is interviewing for the Panthers head coach job. Please don't go. Like we need you. Our defense has been our best part all season. We need you to stick around. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Now we need him. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> is why would he? Why? Just why? I. Uh, I mean, I. If you get an, if you get an offer to be a head coach, it's not like you're gonna turn it down to be. Just like you look back. But think of the Pats. Yeah. Think of New England. Come on now. We need you. I feel like he's gonna go with the head coach, but yeah. he you really can't turn that down. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll just mess up his interview. Hopefully. We can only hope. Um, and then 
a report the Patriots are expected to make changes to their offensive staff. All I can say is thank God. Our offense was horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. That's like the only thing we need to improve on. Matt Patricia, our former defensive coordinator, was our offensive coordinator. We'll start winning more. Maybe. We better. And if we get rid of Mac Jones. Hopefully. He's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Past, like, let's see. Three seasons, we, like, are choking. Yeah. I mean, it's not – I mean, like, the Tom Brady era is over. We're never – the Pats, or at least in our lifetime, are probably never going to be as good as they were. With Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah. I think we just need to accept that, but I would like to make it to the playoffs and not get knocked out in the first round. Or... At least make it to the playoffs. Yeah, that's at a, least. That's, a, that's the, the, the bare minimum. That's our hope for next year. <laughs> and then, um, so moving on to some baseball news. A couple weeks ago, we did a headline about how um, Carlos Correa – was signing for the Mets from Minnesota. Well, he's not. He was literally signing for the Nets, and then he failed his physical. So the Mets canceled his deal, and now he's back with Minnesota. Like, a couple of hours before he was set to sign, they said, no, actually, we don't want you. Like, imagine oh, how crazy that must be. That would hurt. Not, not, yeah, that would, like, and then having to go back to the team that you were originally trying to lead. Leave. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. Oh no, I'll definitely leave. I don't know what I would do to be honest. They sign you off, they don't want you. Basically calling your bed, and then you have to come back to them like you betrayed them. Hi guys. Uh so I'm back. Let's all pretend like this never happens. Yes. The team chemistry is not gonna be there. Yeah. Obviously, but well, it's baseball. You don't need that much team chemistry. I mean, you just step up and hit the ball. You always need it, yeah. a little bit at least. But all right. um, moving on to some uh, NBA news and basketball news, Celtics have been on a winning game streak, on a winning streak of thirteen games. So, wow, um, we are been, good. Yeah, they've been dominating. At I least one Boston team is good. Yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago, or like a month ago, they were struggling a little bit. Now they came back and. Win. Well, in the season, well, with the season as long as the NBA, you're always going to have rough patches where you're not playing your best. Mm-hmm. But it's a sign of a good team when you can fight through them. I mean, like, they obviously doing, have. They're doing like they're still doing good with without Jalen Brown because he's injured. Tatum dropped like 50 last night, didn't he? Yes, yeah. uh, something around that. I think he broke Larry's Bird's record for most 50 point games in a season. Uh, I don't. I don't know, but I think that could that could possibly happen. I mean, that whole team is it's a dominating team. Yeah. Especially, um, especially a person like Tatum. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he did. did. He passed Larry Bird. And there's only two people in Celtics history who've ever had 50 point games. That's more than one 50 point game. That's that's Tatum. Yep, Tatum and Bird. So. Mm, that's the that's the only two people yeah, competing he, on the same team. Yeah, he's already a Celtics legend. I think already only at twenty four. He's set in the in the in the history you could say. Yeah, we need to keep him long term. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. He's not a player who you can afford to lose. Like, not at all. Definitely not. He's the Tatum, MVP. Tatum and Brown—they're just a really great duo. Like they, 
like the more the more they work together, then like they're gonna be unstoppable and like carry the Celtics and almost like win the finals. Is it our year this time? Do you think? Is it last year we got so close? Is this year our year? I think I think they'll maybe make it to the final again at least because. I think we can beat the whole Eastern Conference. I'm thinking for the the conference final, the Eastern Conference final is going to be Celtics against the Bucks. Mm. I want to see that matchup. That would be a replay of last year, right? Not the conference final, but semifinal, right? Yeah. Um. So they're right now the Celtics still in the same. Uh, Celtics are like they're 51 and 31 right now. Um, that is that is actually really good. That ratio is really really good actually, especially if you're still on that 13 game win streak. They're they're a really dominant team. I like I like that that, that that's our Boston team. Yeah. that's really good. But I'm happy for them. Yeah. Sure. Happy. All right. Um. Do I do this? Wait. You do it. Oh yeah. All right. LeBron become LeBron is becoming the second person to score thirty-eight thousand points in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That is just crazy. Like career high. Not in the game. <laughs> he's a legend. That's all that's all you can say. He's a legend of the game. Yeah. He's set in history. Kareem, um Kareem was the first one to do it. Well, it's well, Kareem did it and LeBron broke it, but I, I think uh, I think LeBron played less than Kareem actually. I need to search this up real quick. I find that hard to believe considering how old he is, though. Yeah, I don't know. He still he still plays good. He's like what thirty seven. Yeah, and he plays incredibly good. He could probably play till he's forty if he wants to keep it for that long. Yeah, for sure. He's got the athleticism and the, he's so just so dominant in the league. I don't understand how a person, such such person like a 37-year-old could be still so athletic and dominant in the NBA at 37 years old. It's about the desire to play, and he obviously has it. Because, like, it's about being willing to go in and, like, train hard, keep yourself in shape to be able to play with those young 20-somethings. Yeah, I don't know how he keeps up with them. I'm going to be honest. The, the small guards, um, they had that game against the Nets. They won. The small guards, I mean, come on, Kyrie. He was, I don't think he was guarding him, but still, like, if there's a point where he's guarding a small guard, small shifty guard, he's he's still going to keep up with him. I just, I find it really interesting how he's um so athletic at 37 years old. Maybe there's more to that. Yeah. His work passion, it's it's definitely there. But happy he broke the, the, the record. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Um, let's. I hope he reaches forty thousand. And he certainly could. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Oh, knock no. on wood. <laughs> yeah. A couple episodes ago, he had he was four hundred points off, and now he's already at thirty-eight. He's just hardworking. What else can you say? Any any final thoughts, Christian? So uh, thank you for tuning into this uh, episode of A Plus Sports. 
we'll see you on Friday for our last issue. Uh, see you then. <laughs>